Bono, Johnny Cueto, Scott Scudder, Norm Charlton, Tom Hume, and the immortal Jesse Roscoe. Welcome to episode 47. Nice. Of this formerly quarantined podcast. I'm Jeff. I'm Tom. And I'm also Thomas. Also Thomas. Yeah. Tom and Tom. Well, it gets, close. It gets complicated. Can I call you Junior? No, I'm not a Junior, though. <laughs> I'm going to call it you Junior. It just makes it more confusing. I'm just going to call you that anyway. <laughs> anyway. So, this is the Three Old Reds Fans Podcast coming to you from Studio Sizer down the street and around the corner from our good friends at Beans in the heart of Cedarville, the famous birthplace and final resting place of Reds pitching legend Bumpus Jones. As a listener to our podcast, thank you for being one of the most loyal Reds fans ever and starved for baseball. Uh, We have a five-star rating on the Apple Podcast app, but we'd love more ratings and reviews. Leave us one there. Leave us a review. Comment on our page on podbeat.com or follow us on Twitter on at uh, Three Old Reds Fans or we have a Facebook page too. Um, so Kim's not couldn't be here tonight. Uh, family stuff going on uh, in town, so he needed to do that. Um, Thomas uh, is, uh, as I said, junior. As you might have gathered he is Tom's son. Uh, Thomas is a college graduate, longtime Reds fan. Uh, lifelong Reds fan. Lifelong yeah. Reds fan. Don't know anything else. Don't know anything else. So uh, welcome to the show. It's fun to finally be a part of it. Yeah. Yeah. We finally, he finally let you do it. Yeah. <laughs> after after all the bribes I've had, all the extra chores, everything, I finally got in. Whatever oh. it takes. Good. Good. It's exciting to have my son on, but baseball's coming back. It is. Oh, finally. It is. How fun is that? Yeah. Hey, it's late July. We're tied for first place too. That's right. <laughs> When's the last time you could say that? Maybe we were, when I was in high school. Yeah. <laughs> it's been a few years. It's been a few years. Well, um, season start. It's this is we're, we're recording this on Monday night. Season starts up Friday uh, against the Tigers. Uh, we're just going to go through some things. We're going to talk. There's a lot of quirks about this season, so we'll sort of run down through those. Get you got get everybody's opinion on on some of those things. Some of them there's. Not really much of an opinion to be had, but there are a couple. There are a couple. Uh, I know it's coming. We'll we'll look at a project. Sort of look at the projected thirty-man roster uh, to start the season. Um, We'll look at some predictions that have been made out there by those who do all kinds of analytics, Uh, and then we'll just do predictions based on where it really counts in the heart, right? So, uh, which amounts to it's all it's all guesswork anyway. So. That's kind of what we're going to go through and uh, be the main things we hit, but I'm sure plenty of other things will come up. So, um, as I said, opening day, there was a couple games Thursday night, you know, uh, all the big marquee teams, whatever, TV teams are going to play Thursday night. Everybody else is going to play Friday. 60 games in 66 days. Uh, 10 games within the division. Uh, we play each division foe 10 times. Uh, and then we're all the interleague play is going to be in the AL Central. Most of our games will be with the Tigers versus the other league. We're going to play the Tigers six times, um, which is good for good for the Reds. That's right. The Tigers aren't too good. 10% of their games against a bad team. <laughs> yeah, that's right. You better take advantage of it. It'd be nice to go 5-1 and one or something like that. Yeah. That, that, that. That's something to take advantage of. Um, some other weird stuff. There's a trade deadline. It's August 31st this year. It's usually July 31st. Mm. There's a, you know, the roster deadline for postseason is September 15th. Just sort of that normal stuff. And then there's this thing. Wait, before you say anything, wait, before you start, 
So I noticed there's no fans in the stands, and I realized it must be because they're not letting pitchers hit. Oh. No one wants to come to the game because there's DHs. That's probably not true. What? Probably, probably if, if, if they were letting people come, it would probably increase attendance, if anything. <laughs> of course, the universal <laughs> DH is here, and it better be here to stay. Uh. If there's a silver lining... There's really not, but if there were to be a silver lining, you know what's it. next is aluminum bats. Oh, that's that's next. There's half and half ones that they use in college. It's all going just, away, just, Jeff. Just, just accept it. Higher fences, maybe. Just accept it. So, and what is this universal DHA? Is that just because it's in both leagues? Is that why they're saying that? Yeah. It's like no teams in the universe. Just in. No, of all the teams that really matter. They're gonna have the DH. So you, you this actually made your year. Oh, I just you know, it's like, where has this been all my life? You know, I've I've been stumping for this since since the eighties. So what does this have to do with COVID? Why why does the DH? Do they think it'll make the games go quicker or what's? I don't know. They didn't really explain it. Yeah. Um, but less time to get ready for the season. Of course, pitchers never really get ready. I was going to say, what do they have to yeah. get ready for? Striking uh, out? They need to, you know, I don't know. They didn't really say, but... Less chance of injury, I think, maybe? I think, I think the powers that be really wanted it, and it's an opportunity to slip it in there and get it going. It's kind of yeah. like it's kind of like slipping yeah. a little pork into the, into the uh, spending bill in Congress, you know, get a little something for my state. It's kind of, I think it's sort of, sort of like that. So well, I'm fan, happy, I'm fans had boycotted and no one's in the stands. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> in fact, uh, some are just sending in cardboard cutouts. <laughs> they did that in Korea. Did you see any of that? They did in New York. New yeah. York. New York had a mobile oh, home they, plate. It's like a hundred dollars a pop. Yeah, I didn't see that. Not oh, worth it, brother. That's well. And then we were watching that. I was watching one of those. Uh, you were watching too, Tom, the other night. Watching the one on online, yeah. the scrimmage, and they're all, hey, like fake crowd noise. Right, I don't get that either. That's that's a that's not going to make anyone play any different. No, no, you don't need to do that. You don't need to do that. But so was it I, in the I, stadium I, it, or was it just on? the I broadcast? don't know. I don't know if it was in the stadium or mm-hmm. just on the broadcast. I have a feeling it was just on broadcast. There was a PA guy announcing the batters, and I don't know if that was in yeah. the stadium. It was, and he, but he didn't do it every time. <laughs> there were a few he missed, and, and it was weird. No, they're not. They're not workshopping any other like ideas into the season, right? Like the guy no. on second or an extra. <laughs> no, they're innings. doing that. Oh, that is that is. They are doing they're that. They're doing extra innings. Start with a runner on second. Okay. But and I'll jump down to some other things here. Um, the um, and they're doing the um, three batter minimum too. Uh, that's going in. You have to. It's a three batter minimum, or you have to finish an inning. That was so going in no matter what. Though, yeah, wasn't yeah, it? yeah. Those those two things were going in no matter. Those two things were. Well, no, the extra innings. Extra thing, inning wasn't. But that's a result of was. COVID. It's been a minor league rule recently. Hmm. Um, the uh, three batter minimum was something they wanted to do this year anyway, and they're going to do that. Um, a few other. Um, well, they were going to do the position player pitching rule. But they're not going to do that. That was going to be uh, What's that? the position player rule change of extra innings only or when you're up or down by six runs. So you can't change a position player in the field 
You can't you can't have a position player pitch. Uh, oh, that's only I feel like that only really happens. Well, they're not going to they didn't pass runs. the rules. The rule the rule was going to go in, but they're they're setting it aside for now. Hmm. But I think it'll come back in the future. Whereas you can you can only a position player can only pitch in extra innings or up down or up or down by six runs. Hmm. So that one they're not going to do. I don't know. I understand why they need that rule. Doesn't seem like that's really a needed thing. I, I don't. When has one ever been in where they haven't been extra innings or up by six? Yeah, innings? exactly. Yeah. It's it's kind of silly. I don't know if somebody did it once and they didn't like it, or if it's a, you know, we don't want you putting Lorenzen in and bringing him in and out of the, you know, like you'll do in high school. You see people do that in high school mm-hmm. games, right? Mm-hmm. So moving from outfield back to the mound and back back and forth two or three times. Um, so the playoffs are the same five. Five in each league, three division winners, two wild cards, wild card games, best of five, best of seven, best of seven. That, that, that doesn't change. You have a 60-player pool, but the 40-man rules still apply. So you're going to put a guy in a 40-man, you got to wave somebody, like what happened with Shevler um, this week when they brought in this uh, Rayleigh, the pitcher, Rayleigh, uh, is it Brooks Rayleigh? Um, they brought him in. To, I don't know if he'll make the team, but they weren't even on the 40-man. And then Dietrich was just he just wasn't gonna make it, so he asked yeah, for his yeah. release, and they they granted his release. He'll you know, try to you know hook up some hook on somewhere else. So thirty man roster for two weeks, twenty eight man roster the next two weeks, and then it'll go down to twenty six for the rest of the season. If a player tests positive for COVID, they go on an injured list that doesn't have any minimum or maximum links, um, and you gotta get two negative tests before you can get back on the field, before you can return to the team. There'll be a 10-day injured list for players and pitchers. You know, they went to the 10-day injured list the last year or two for players and kept pitchers at 15. Now they're both going to be 10. Mm-hmm. And the 60-day list has been reduced to 45. Um, Major League Baseball can relocate any game, regular or postseason, to a neutral site if they have health and safety fears. Which will be like... The, all the time for any like Miami Marlins or Tampa Bay team, probably. <laughs> yeah, if, it, if it's not already in Florida, what's it going to be? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. But <laughs> it'll be interesting to see. So those are some of the things. I mean, the DH. Yeah, I've been in favor of that all along, of course. And how many times are you going to bring this up? I just keep Jeff? bringing it up. I'm going to keep bringing it up. You know. So what do you think, Thomas? You have been on here. You, I know your dad and Kim have been like, oh no, it's. Everybody should bat, even though those guys don't even know which end of the bat to hold. I mean, I'm I'm indifferent. I feel like, yeah, it would be probably more fun if we just had it be a universal DH and let other guys that you might not always hit see hit to like later in the end of the game actually like play more often. Uh, I don't know. I feel like maybe this is just because. We're more of a National League, like, following team and stuff. Like, the see some of those guys that you kind of wish were playing more and would play more with the DH. So I would probably lean more towards the universal DH, but it doesn't really throw me in a loop like you guys. It matters, you know, do you love a lot of hitting or do you love a good, a well-pitched defensive game? See, the average fan loves hitting. Yeah, and I don't know if it's just because oh, of like my younger generation. I don't think leans towards that. But I don't think a DH 
means we can't have well-pitched defensive games. Uh, but the odds are you're going to see more runs. Okay, well, that doesn't mean it's not well-pitched or played good defenses played. Does it does it ever help us out like in the in the World Series when they have to when their pitchers have to hit and stuff like this? Is there, is there any kind of crazy statistic that proves that the NL gets put in a better position during that? Or uh, I've never seen anything about that. I wouldn't be surprised. There's, there's definitely a fact out there about it or yeah, some stuff. Nobody's, nobody's brought it up, so it must not amount to much. Yeah. This will be this will favor the Reds though with their crowded outfield and trying to get more people mm-hmm. on the it field. It doesn't hurt them. Yeah. I mean, other, there's the other. Reds. I'm sure there's other rosters that are that have plenty yeah. of guys too, but. It's certainly there's times where it's been like, man, who I don't want anybody else to bat, but uh, we've had that in recent years. But so the starting off with this thirty man roster, I was looking, trying to find some, looking around different people, been saying different things. Um, Mark Sheldon put one up on Reds.com over the weekend. Um, gave he he's got twenty eight locks right now, and there's so two more guys to pick from, and I don't think the twenty ninth to thirtieth guy is gonna determine whether you win the division or not but it's an interesting exercise nonetheless I mean you got your two catchers Barnhart, Casale, you got your infield of Votto, Moustakas Galvis and Suarez and your infield's set infield's, yeah it's really set and then you got um, he had for his utility guys he had Farmer, Blandino and Van Meter all making the team Yep. and I think that's good I mean those guys can play so many positions Farmer yeah. can catch. If he has to, they can play first. Um, Blandino can play. You know, you got two guys that can play shortstop. Yeah, Blandino and Van Meter played up the middle last year. Yeah, so and Van Meter can even go play the outfield if it really gets 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 bad. But you know, with without all the pinch hit, without as much pinch hitting and double switching and all that mess, you know, mm. you don't know how much you need as much of that. Um, so. Um, outfield looks like it's going to be Akiyama, Castellanos, Senzel, Winker, and Irvin uh, for sure. You think Winker and Irvin are going to switch back and forth as DHs? They could. They Lefty right. I think. It, I think. I don't think. I think Akiyama's going to play in the field every day. But really, if you look at the rest of those guys, I mean, Castellanos hasn't been known as a great outfielder. Mm. I mean, I could see any number. I could see all four of those guys getting days at DH. I could see Votto DH in a couple yeah, times. I could see that too. With uh, and, and you know, and the Van Meter plays Van, first. Farmer or Van Meter Mustakas could play a little first too. I think Mustakas was playing first in that scrimmage I watched the other day. So, you know, you got you got plenty of options. If a couple guys get hurt, it's deep enough lineup. It's like right. it may not ruin you. I mean, because you've got guys that can play a lot of positions. So different. Jeff and I were talking. All of us were talking before we got on the air about how deep they are compared to our those weak years when we were triple A double A right right this it, year is a is a major league roster I think because yeah. Aquino's not even on that list and he was our superstar towards the end of the year last year exactly I don't know what he's doing in spring training I'm assuming he's not as hot because he's not on this well this list. and he just doesn't have the experience that these guys have yeah these guys you're, you're a little more like you know, and, well, Shogo, I don't know if you'd say he has experience. Well, yeah, that's true, but they're not. They didn't bring him over here to. Yeah, I'm, I'm intrigued to see how he's. Yeah, going me to too. Out. That'll be fun to watch. Yeah. Yeah, they brought him over here to play him. So, so the question mark is the bullpen, right? That's really where those 
could be, you know. I mean, he said if another if another position player makes it, you know, do they if they feel like they need a third catcher, they got Francisco Pena on the roster. But I don't see that happening. Tony Pena's son got yeah. far- Kyle Farmer. He's, he's a veteran. Well, Farmer's gonna make it. You know, the other utility. I mean, Christian Colon, Matt Davidson have played a lot here. Jankowski and Mark Payton in the outfield. One of those guys could make the team. You know, I don't. I you wouldn't know. think they'd carry another outfielder. I I wouldn't think so either, um, and I don't think the, I don't think you need another. With Vado, Mustakas, Galvis, and Suarez is really like solid everyday players. Um, you know, I think three guys that can play around the infield is enough. You know, I don't see why you need a fourth yeah. guy. Maybe you keep extra bullpen guys, and you and you start off just. Captain Hook early it, in the and year, it, and it might, and that's where I that that would be probably the guess. I mean, we know what the rotation is: Gray, Castillo, Bauer, Miley, and Di Sclafani. And um, what you were talking earlier about that—that was at MLB.com. Third ranked rotation, third best in all of baseball. Yeah, they it. have Washington number one, Tampa Bay second, and the Reds third. Yeah, and so there, there's that. Um, question came up too about a six-man rotation the angels and mariners are doing that are they hmm. um you know should the reds do that you got tyler molly and lucas sims are supposed to make the team out of the bullpen the, the thing is though you have such a strong opening day you only got 60 games exactly let them go yeah, that's what i said put the ball in the best people's hands you know, mm. you know you get 12 starts versus 10 starts Question is, will they let them go out of your best five innings? You know, yeah, it'll be interesting to see starting out. I mean, um, you know, so those are the rotation, the bullpen locks are, you know, pretty pretty easy to see. Iglesias, Garrett, Lorenzen, Pedro Strope, who they picked up from the Cubs. Mm -hmm. Uh, Bob Steve is back. Stevenson will make it. Lucas Sims, Tyler Malley. Sims and Malley, I've seen, you know, you know, you, you got to figure they're long relief guys, or if a guy gets hurt, they're the spot start guy, whichever one's the most rested, you mm-hmm. know. Um, you don't have to pull up a guy from AAA to make a spot start. Just type it, not that there's AAA this year, but you know what I mean. You don't have to pull somebody up necessarily to make that start. You can go to one of those guys unless they both, both pitched the day or two before and, and uh, something like that. Um, and Nate Jones, who's a – you know, greater Cincinnati guy and uh, is coming back for some arm issues and has been very successful with the White Sox in the past. So there's you that. You went to NKU, right? Yeah, yeah, NKU. Um, so that leaves, you know, if they keep two more relievers, it probably comes from this group. Joel Connell, you know, big big, big kid that pitched some last year late in the season. He's a big boy. Yeah, he is. 280. Yeah, he's huge. He's like, he's almost as big as... Uh, Bartolo, Bartolo Colon, or who was that? Who was that? Jumbo Diaz. Oh, Jumbo. Yeah. He was on the Reds for a bit, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. I remember Jumbo. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so he's a right hand. So the right handers, the left handers in the bullpen. The only one off the of the guys that you know for sure going to be there is Garrett. Cody Reed's the only other left handed possibility right now, based on unless unless they surprise us with something. And, and you know you got to believe us. He, they would keep him. I would think he's going to be there. Because he's a lefty. Yeah. Sal Romano's another possibility. Another guy named David Carpenter they picked up. And T.J. Antone. T.J. Antone's like the 20th rated prospect right now in MLB Pipeline. He's he's 6'4". He's, he's a big guy. He's really, 
you know, he's he's a future starter. Um, do you keep him around? I mean, do you want him throwing? You know, mm-hmm. there's no minor league. Would you rather have that guy who you think's about ready to maybe come up, and you might need him in the rotation next year if Trevor Bauer goes somewhere else? Do you want him getting some big league experience? Yeah. I think you do. Mm-hmm. So it'll be interesting to see what they do. But. That's going to be an issue not having a triple A is where these guys go to keep sharp. It's going to be yeah. tough. It's going to be tough. I mean, they brought Hunter Green into Cincinnati, and he's throwing in there. I don't know if, you, know, uh, uh, you know, the future, you know, they like Antone. Santion is another guy they like for the future. And, of course, you got Hunter Green and you got Lodolo. The I mean, Hunter Green's throwing 102 again. He's got that plus slider. I mean, you got to believe that could be used. If you know, if you had an opportunity to get him a little cup of coffee this in these sixty <laughs> games, and it made sense, I'd do it. I I agree. Either you fall out of it the last week of the season, you don't have a chance, or you clinch with four or five days to go, and you bring him up and you let him throw a couple innings and see how it goes. I wouldn't. Why not? They're going to expand rosters again for the playoffs, right? Uh, you mean for September? I don't think so. No, it's going to be that they're going to hold it at 26 the rest of the year this really? year. Really? Yeah, they're not going to do that this year. Hmm. So, Why are they doing that, I wonder? Just because it's going to be tight. Nobody's, I mean, everything's, every race is going to be close. Mm-hmm. Who's going to bring guys up and play them anyway? It could be really, listen, 50 Possible games board. into this, the last 10 games, could be really fun. Because there could be five guys. Yeah. There could be a whole division. In the running. Yeah. I don't think it'll uh, cause them to say, let's just play 68 season no. games from now on. No. It could be kind of fun. But you know what's going to happen is there's going to be projections. Well, if he did this the whole season, he'd be hitting this many home <laughs> yeah, runs. Yeah, yeah. He was on pace to hit 75 home You know that's yeah. coming. Oh, yeah. 50 games into it. He was gonna well, hit, if he triple this. He was going to hit 400 on the year if he right? duplicated. Okay, that's a good question. Will anybody hit 400? So I was going to ask. If somebody hits 400, is that, does it count? No. This could not be, even an asterisk. This, I was about to say, there's not going to be any asterisk next to anything no, this year? it's too short for that. But I don't think anyone will hit 400. Because I actually read an article on this. And they said when they look at 60-game periods, there's been very few people hit 400 over 60 games. Well, exactly. I mean, Vado's a guy that could do it if, if, if he wasn't... If he's walking all the time. If he wasn't, if he wasn't yeah. you know, if he wasn't coming off the two seasons he's coming off of... Mm. Um, you know, if an Ichiro was in his prime, if he had a Gwen, if he had a George Brett, those kind of guys. But I, even those guys didn't do it back in the day over sixty games. I mean, I could I could see someone like Trout doing because he, I mean, he has power, but he can also just hit it to get on it base could too. It could happen. It's more likely in a sixty game season. Yeah, sixty two game season. So but. my prediction is we're gonna love these sixty games. You know why? Why? Because first of all, we miss it so much. Yeah. Oh yeah. And I just don't think the NBA is going to be in Orlando. There's going to be anything. We may see the football season really be delayed. And we could really enjoy these 60 games. Yeah, I I don't disagree with that. It could become this thing that everybody's paying attention to because it's kind of the only thing to pay attention to. And everybody's team is probably going to be in contention, except for maybe the Pirates, crisscross. Yeah, (laughs) yeah, except for, yeah, yeah, well... The only, thing, the only thing Pirates got going for them is that the other four teams beat up on each other and might keep them somewhat close. But <laughs> that's about it. Um, so I, I was like strengths, weaknesses of this team. And I, I really struggled to, to see 
a weakness other than just maybe a lack of experience in some areas. You know, you know, since Zell hasn't had a lot of experience, maybe Galvis is a weak link with the bat, not getting on base. Maybe, um, <clears throat> maybe Votto is a weakness if if he if his decline is for real and and, and hard, you know, and fast. <clears throat> well, other than that, I don't really see like a big <clears throat> hole. Well, last year, what was the what was the weakness last year? Hitting, hitting right? Have we changed any yeah. coaching for hitting? Yeah. We have, and we brought in and the two guys. Guy. We brought in Mustakas who hit 35 homers. We brought in Castellanos, who, who's a power guy, a ton of doubles last year. I remember the number, but he had a pile, a pile of doubles. So, you know, you're not starting outfield with, like, uh, these guys haven't really done it before. Right. So my point is they've addressed that issue. Um, obviously, the pitching is – you could argue better yes. than last year. Mm. Well, I can't argue. I mean, Miley makes it better than last year. So the only scary thing would be, can they start quick? And you, can, you cannot. Too. You cannot have a, a rough first two weeks. Even you can't have a rough two weeks. No, mm-hmm. you can't be like. You can't be sitting there at five and ten. No. No. <laughs> can't be swept. You can be. Yeah, you, you can get by with. Thomas eight. said that earlier. You, you, you can, can probably by. not get swept this year. No, you, you can get by. You might be eight and seven through fifteen games, and only a game or two behind, and you're fine. But if you're five and ten, and you got three teams in front of you, mm-hmm. it's it's just about over <laughs> unless somebody really really going to be hard. So I think that's the key. I mean, they Bell has to make sure they start quick. It helps over starting off against the Tigers. It does. It'd be great to get two wins. I mean that that that's I agree. I mean best rotation in the division. You know, you got Mustakos, you got Suarez, you got Castellanos in the middle of that lineup now. Got a favorable you schedule. You know, I just you know, read it. A Winker and a Senzel don't have to feel like they got to be part of the guys that carry the team. They can relax and play. And I think Winker could. Be, yeah. I think Winker could really hit this year. Who knew, who knows what Shogo is going to do too? Yeah. Right. That's a that's a wild. And point. we might have. Might actually have a legit leadoff hitter. That's to be determined. That's to be determined. I think the, bull, the bullpen's experienced. All Lorenzen, guys, if you read, if you believe what you read, he's as ready as he's ever been. I mean, he's if you look at that, freak. I mean, Iglesias, Garrett, Lorenzen, Strope has been around. Uh, Jones has been around. You know, Sims, Molly, a little bit, Stevenson, one year. But you've got, you don't have like. Just two guys with a lot of experience, like they've had. It's like a couple guys, and then the rest of the guys were like, you know, just throw them out there and see what happens. Right. That, that, I feel like you go, you're going in with more of a plan, mm-hmm. so that's good to see. I think probably a deep outfield with the DH thing involved in that. Um, so, what well. player are you most excited to see this year for the Reds? Well, you know, you're always interested in the new things, right? Yeah. I think I'm most interested in. Castellanos and Akiyama. I'm interested to see what they do. I am too. Shogo, I'm really interested to see how he turns out. And if Castellanos can be a guy who can hit like... If he and Suarez could and oh, be yeah. a great one-two punch and maybe Moustakas be tough in there too. I think Moustakas is... Moustakas might bat fourth. I don't know. Castellanos might bat fifth. But it's, a good, it's a good problem to have to not really know where they'd yeah. be placed. What about you, Thomas? 
I would agree with Shogo, but I still want to see what Aquino could do because of how exciting he was. We may not even see him for a while. I know that's that's the the bummer part of it, but I still kind of. I mean, the guy loves like seeing power like that, and him breaking that record. So, I mean, if he comes up, that'll be great. But also, just watching pitching this year too. Yes. As a fellow pitcher, back in my day, it's it's just good to see like solid pitching especially for so many years like until last year the Reds his pitching was just god awful right oh yeah the starting pitching was and so so it was and like last year was one of the first years since college like I've been really into watching baseball again because things have just been so slow with the Reds and it's hard to keep up with baseball when your own team's doing so badly so so we gotta hope that you don't see Aquino I guess what would be the only reason we see him Injuries or, or somebody slump, is not. Yeah. Or somebody t- stinks. I mean, they're, not, they're just not doing it. That, that's the reason you see him. Yeah. So I don't blame you for wanting to see his home runs, but I hope we don't see him. Yeah, yeah. You know, he's just an outfielder. If he was a utility guy, if he could play first base, yeah. maybe you'd, you'd see him. So, so I can't. I projected general lineup because it's going to change every day. Don't you think? I mean, I don't think you're going to see the same lineup. I think the outfield will change every day. Very often, two days in a row. Do you think the rest of it? Well, I, I think the positions won't. He might move some guys up down a little bit based on matchups. And, you know, so one mm-hmm. day Castellanos bats fourth, and the next day he bats fifth. Or Moustakas moves down to sixth, and they put, yeah. you know, somebody else at fourth. I don't know. It's just stuff like that that, that managers do. Um I mean, I think Akiyama's going to be the leadoff guy. I think Vado will bat second still. Mm-hmm. Um, and then probably Suarez, Moustakas, Castellanos, or the flip of those two. Mm-hmm. Moustakas is more experienced. He's older, probably pat fourth. Uh, I think Winker will bat sixth. I think Sinzel, Galvis, and then your, your catcher, Barnhart or Casale, will bat ninth, I think is what will happen. Um, I think Irvin and Van Meter will start some they'll, – they'll get some – They'll get us some starts. Irvin will get some quality time, I think. They'll get some starts, and especially if somebody has a couple off games and and uh, Irvin's batting and he had three hits off that guy last year, you know, yeah. he's going to be in the lineup. Because mm. Irvin had some two- and three-hit games last year at times. Had some hot starts. With those two guys in the middle, Moustakas and Castellanos, just ch- just changes this team if they, if they perform it the way they've typically We had a performed. rookie leading off for half the season, Senzel, right? Until he got hurt. Yeah. So that, that technically shows we have another rookie. Well, good point. <laughs> but he's got a lot more professional experience than Sinzel. Predictions. So I was looking that up. Did you see these different ones? You know, Fangraphs does one, and three or four other websites do them. And I came across this other website I'd never heard of called RotoChamp.com, and they did a composite of four of these other sites that do it a lot. And so you know no surprises in the al yankees twins astros in the east you see mets and nationals depends who you who they are some of these projections not, have not the braves well i did see the braves on one too so i think actually i saw all it's three, real close all three of them yeah it's really it's really close did you just yeah he just pulled it up so it's really close there and then but they had in the composite oh look at that they've got the reds going 33 and 27 
the Brewers going thirty-two and twenty-eight, the Cubs thirty-two and twenty-eight, and the Cardinals thirty-one and twenty-nine. Oh, that's Can too, you imagine that's coming too close, man? Man, I mean, I'll, so I'll, be, I'll be happy with that, but that's gonna get my heart like oh, yeah. racing. Yeah, but you know, we will be glued. Five. We'll be glued oh, to yeah. the TV, yeah. and we'll be watching all the games, right? Because we'll mm-hmm. want to see what the other teams do. Yeah. yeah, oh definitely. You know how long it's been since we've been in a pennant race yeah, to watch the other team like that? I hope. I can't imagine we're not gonna be in this hunt going into that last week. I agree. I yeah. can't. Ma- I can- if this team fails to not be in the hunt. The only, the only way that happens is if one of these other teams plays out of their mind and wins forty games. Yeah, which you know, no one's really predicting any team to do that. Uh, they got Yankees, Dodgers, thirty six, thirty seven, thirty eight is kind of the, the two. Yeah, the two big. And I mean, and that's that's six seven. That's over six hundred ball. So, uh, you know, that'd still be really impressive though. Yeah, yeah. you know, um, Pirates won't, won't be in it, but. The other four teams all have a chance to be there. Sorry, Chris Cross. Yeah, yeah. Our old friend who was on he was on our last podcast. He was. Kim could be here. John, those of you who listen for a long time, John Helmick joins us sometimes. Um they Neilon could be here tonight, but um so I asked him, text, I said, So what's your prediction? So we'll we'll do theirs first for the season. And and Kim said they're gonna win the wild card, but they're not gonna lose in the division series. So he doesn't think they'll he doesn't think they'll win the division, but he thinks they'll be the wild card team. Which, if these projections are anywhere close, if you don't win the central, you're not winning the wild card because yeah. they're going to beat up on each other, you know, and it's going to be hard to win the wild card unless you. I mean, the, that's true. The projections so many be, good teams. In the this. projections would be that because the division is so deep, you're less likely to get the wild card because of that. That doesn't mean I hope. Hey, I'll take the wild card. Yeah. Take that one game shot after what we've been through. Right. I hope he's right. I hope he's not right about losing division series, but winning the wild card would be fine. Thing is, if you win the wild card, you know who you're gonna probably play. Nationals or the Mets or someone yeah, or the, Braves. Probably the Dodgers. Oh, Dodgers, yeah, Dodgers if you win be, the wild card. Dodgers be the top seed, probably. Yeah. Dodgers yeah. probably win the most games. But but see, in the 60-game season, though, even they could have a slow start. I know. They could. They could have a couple or a 10-day stretch where That's they can't right. do anything right. That's right. Can't score any runs. A couple pitchers get hurt. Over 162, that doesn't matter. But. Not as much. Well, look what – you know, the Nationals had a terrible start last year. They had a very good start. Not as bad as the Reds, but they were under 500 for – right. Up into the twenties, until they won twenty some games, they got over five hundred, yeah. and then they then they took off from there. But so, um, and John thinks they'll win the division. And he says, but they won't reach the World Series. He didn't really say where they'd lose, but he doesn't expect them to win the World Series. But he does think they're going to win the division. So, time for our fearless predictions. Okay, let the youngest go first. Yes. Oh, let me. We'll go in order of age. I mean, I can go last. <laughs> uh, you know what? You don't have to pick a, a win total necessarily, win but just what are they going to accomplish? I think they'll, well, just to, for fun, just to pick a win. I think they'll win at the very least 30 games. I think they will at least be 500. That's just me. I don't know. Not getting too excited because any Cincinnati team, if you get too excited, you can be let down. So. <laughs> but I, I really think it's hard for me to jump on like the bandwagon that they'll win the division. 
But I definitely think they could be a wild card team because there's just so many good teams in our division already. And with with the Brewers and Cubs, especially with the Brewers, like they're if the Dagon Cardinals always play good. Yeah, I but hate I, them so much. I really think they could be a wild card, and I wouldn't be surprised if they upset a team and are able to get like to the semis and then the National League, the NLCS. But I don't really see them going past that. We'd be out of our minds if they went to the I National would, League championship. I would sneak into the stadium. I wouldn't care about COVID. <laughs> I'd, I'd put on, like, a security guard's uniform and just... I would try to get credentialed. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, yeah, it's never... Ha- well, it happened in my lifetime, but I think I was one when the Reds were, like, in the NLCS or something. Uh, I don't know if you were that young. 95. Yeah, I was one. Yeah. Oh, okay, I thought you made it to the playoffs. You remember when they went those back to back? Yeah, games? yeah. I remember yeah, when Jay Bruce hit off that walk off. But they and, didn't get past the division series. Oh, the Giants, no. they should have won that series. Oh, they were up like three to one yeah, during they, that, they I think, at one point. They blew that series, yeah. Oh, Painful oh, so memories. Bad. We're supposed to be talking about fun things. Yeah. Like. Who brought that up? I don't know. I don't know. But I would say wild card, and then I could see them upset go all the way to the NLCS. Okay, so we got a wild card from Kim. We got a division. a division from John. We got a wild card from Thomas. What do you got? I'm I'm usually very oh, yeah. half empty guy, oh, yeah. right? Yeah, he's, I gonna, he's, he's gonna shock the world here. <laughs> I am not gonna be half empty this year. I'm gonna be half full. I think they're gonna win 34, or 35 games and win the division. How far are they go in the playoffs? I don't, I'm not gonna say to the championship series, but. I think they. I really think they have a great shot at winning the division this year. So that's fine. All right. Oh, oh, age. Oh, grandfather of podcast. <laughs> I'm a new grandfather. Although Kim is too, but Kim is, but yeah, I'm newer. I guess that's true. But he he is one this year as well within this same year. Oh, so. grandfather of three old Reds fans. <laughs> I have a, yes, I have a grandson who, at his first his first month appointment. Said he's in the ninety fourth percentile of height, which it's a good sign. For, the, for those of you who, <laughs> who know, uh, especially the family of, of his of his father, yeah, size is uh, being tall is uh, is a, is, a, is, a, is a strong possibility. Oh yeah. <laughs> now, does he have any Cincinnati Reds clothing yet? No, no. He got lots of little cute stuff with dinosaurs on it so far. Okay, you, you're the grandfather. You got to do hey, something man. about that. Give me, he doesn't even know what it is yet. <laughs> no, we're doing like his first birthday party is going to be baseball themed. Love it. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm just going to be like rookie of the year. And You're stuff. awesome. It's going to be cool. Be really uh, everybody's on board for that. We got it. We got it. Because it's in June. Yeah. Middle of June, man. Perfect. So, you know, assuming we will be playing baseball next this yeah. time. Yeah. That, that now, this is the so. extra bonus for Jeff. Because he's always had girls. Yes. So this is the first boy. First I mean, besides the son-in-laws. Yes, the son-in-laws have come along, and now I have. Now we have the grandson. It's really cool. So yeah, and he's starting to grow. It's like, wow. My oldest daughter Michelle, she was in town this weekend. I saw her. Hadn't seen him for over two weeks. She's like, oh my gosh. <laughs> I didn't, you know, you see pictures and like you think is he growing, and you see him and you hold him, he's like, man, this kid is. I mean, he's still a little baby. But the difference in, in two weeks is, is is quite a bit. So um, and he's starting to notice things. Like he was following me around the room a little bit today, watching. Yeah. 
So he got that uh, 2020 vision already. He's starting to notice. He it. needs a fastball. We'll work on the hot <laughs> hand eye. We'll play a lot of ping pong. We'll, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll get it done. <laughs> Hit the golf course a little bit. See what see what he see see what he's good Go at. Ahead, something to do during off days. See what he's good at. You know, just uh, <laughs> hopefully hopefully enjoy something and, and does it because I'd love to love to do that. All of them, you know, however many grandkids you have. So be fun. So your day will come, Tom. Your day will come. All right, so what do you got, Jeff? Don't delay it any ah, further. <laughs> oh, I, I think they're going to win the division. I think your 34-35 is completely within the realm of possibility. You know, um, I, think they can, I think they can. I think with that pitching staff, especially in a short season, yeah. if those starters are locked in. They're going to be ahead of hitters. Uh, I mean, you know, they one of them threw a bunch of no-hit innings against the other side of his team the other day or yesterday or whatever it was I forget who it was Sonny it was, oh, it was great yeah it was great so I mean and I think and I'm going to predict they at least make the league championship series that's where I'm going wow. that's where I'm going and now you're get on in, tape you can't get go back. in win a division series a five game series with those starters I'll, I'll take my chances on yeah. that yeah if they if it gets set up so that they start that series with Sonny Gray on the mound, Castillo, and if Bauer's pitching like we think he can, you don't even have to go to Mali. And I mean, it might be over in three. You know, <laughs> when is the last time? Good evening and good, good night. night. Yeah. Let's go to the LCS, baby. That's what right, I'm Marty. talking about. <laughs> when is the last time we've been this optimistic? Oh, ten 30, years ago, thirteen, whatever. It's been quite a while. Back when, you know, those teams were going in the playoffs and, you know, you had Cueto and you had Bruce and mm-hmm. and, and all that. And you thought, yeah, this team can play. And Votto, so, was, Votto was the top of his game. So that's five of us that all predict them going to the playoffs. Now, not that any of the five of us are biased or anything. What? <laughs> I mean, why not? What? What? Other people are. What would be? Yeah, other people are. <laughs> what? What would be the fun of sitting here and saying, oh, I don't think it's going to work"? There's no fun in that. Oh, we're, they're all going to get injured. You know? Now, if we're talking about the Bengals, it might be a different story. We would not. All five of us would not say that about the Bengals. But no. this is not a Bengals podcast. No. no, no. So, you know, yeah, let's do it. Why not? Okay, what we need to do to kick this off is we need to sprinkle somebody with Riverfront Stadium dust. Oh. To, to, for good luck. You've got, yeah, you, you found some. So what is this story? This is, we have dust. We have some dirt in a cup. It's a little plastic cup with red. Give me your hand. Okay, you are now sprinkled. I don't know what that does, but yeah, we just sprinkled cool. Jeff with Riverfront Stadium When did you dirt. get this like, last game at Riverfront or something? No, it was before that. It was sometime in the 80s. This is dirt from in front of the Cincinnati Reds dugout at Riverfront Stadium. Oh, okay. So Jeff was sprinkled with it. The last time we won a World Series, we were playing in that stadium. That's mm-hmm. right. Something religious about this. I'm not sure. <laughs> it's like pixie dust, huh? Yep. <laughs> Let's uh, see. So, any other thoughts about what you think might happen this year? Uh, anybody going to win a Cy Young? or? I don't know about MVP awards out of the Reds, but... I mean, I could see Castillo or Gray win it, being right there for a Yeah, I could. Gray ended the season amazing last year. Yeah. I could see either one of them being in the hunt for that. Acuna is the leading contender for one of the Braves for MVP. Yeah, he's 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 really good. Um, you know, 
there's some good young players. Soto. Yeah, Soto. Juan Soto's been mentioned to be a really big deal this year. We don't have to have an MVP candidate. I mean, we don't. I mean, we probably have somebody who will be like. You need you need somebody who's going to be like top eight or ten in voting at least. You know, yeah. you need a guy that has that kind of year, has an MVP type of year. We'll probably have some but guys up for a Silver Slugger and stuff too. Good, good. It just with sixty games, you know. The Jeff you, you Gilbert get, you, saying you get a guy that's hitting three fifty and hits twenty homers in the first twenty five thirty thir- in the first thirty games. I mean that that kind of stuff happens. Yeah, guys hit twenty homers in thirty games and in a month and not very often but if you get a guy that does something like that this year on any team and gets their team out to the big lead and they hold on and he doesn't you know he'll slow down from that yeah they'll boost the MVP, right up the MVPs you got yeah. the, you're right there for it whether it Reds or any other team doesn't mm-hmm. you know so to quote the godfather of the grandfather godfather Jeff Gilbert Vado just needs to be Vado Suarez just needs to be Suarez Mustakis just needs to be. We just need these guys to have normal years. We can't have them like last year where they all just completely were flat. You think no. if they just hit like around two ninety, will be will be. Well, golden. Votto hits around three hundred. Is he? He's Votto, right? Yeah, and his and his on base is four hundred, and and Winker's got a high on base, and and uh, nobody's you know, nobody's doing like uh, you can't have one of these. Castellanos be like Puig was for three months last year. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, you can't, you know, you bring in Puig and you think, okay, and he had his moments, but he never really carried the team. Suarez has got to have 40 or 50 RBIs. Right. He's got to. Yeah. Those three guys in the middle got to knock in runs, which that's what they're, that's why you bat there to do that. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a lot of guys, I, a lot of guys get on base. I mean, I think the bottom couple spots in the order, Galvis and, catchers you're not going to get heavy on base there but I think with the rest of the guys you could do pretty well if you can do above average it's just exciting it's just sports besides NASCAR and golf are coming back (laughs) and I love I do love watching golf but like just something that has maybe a little bit more parody some a little bit more excitement down to the wire kind of stuff I wonder if these guys are going to have trouble getting motivated with an empty stadium yeah I don't know. I mean, they've been chomping at the bit to play, so we'll, we'll I, I see know. how it affects. That'd be yeah. that'll be interesting. I mean, do you see they're talking about having the announcers do it from home, not even be in the stadium? They've done that in a lot of stuff. Like, did you watch any of that basketball tournament on ESPN? Mm-mm. You know, what I'm talking I, about? yeah, yeah, the basketball with the Buckeye yeah. team. Yeah, the Dayton team, the yep. Dayton team that went to the semifinals and all that. The, the they were playing at Nationwide Arena in Columbus, but the guys announcing the game were in Indianapolis. Oh, yeah. They had a sideline reporter there, and when she would do her interviews, she would stand like eight, ten, t- eight or ten feet away from the re- player, and another guy would stand off to the side with a long boom, holding the microphone <laughs> out for for the player. And that's how they did all the interviews because they had that thing bubbled up over there. You, you, if you left the hotel, you you got kicked out of the tournament. Hmm. Yeah. You know, you could stand on the, you could walk out onto the sidewalk in front and get some fresh air, but that was it. <laughs> so, baseball will be, it'll be interesting. Just pray that, uh, you know, COVID doesn't go nuts and makes them have to shut it down. Yeah. But they're, they're kind of get these guys in a pretty good bubble here to see what happens. And the NBA is trying real hard to do it. Um, 
They've got a lot of rules in place. We'll see what happens. So four days. Four, four days. days. So we need to do a few. We'll hopefully, we'll be geared up to want to do some more. A few more of these here over the next couple months. So when we return, we will no doubt be discussing what the first place Reds. Uh, how, how do you like that? What do you think? I like it. I, especially with who they start off with. Um pretty optimistic to think that they could start off fairly strong too yeah. so I don't mind being optimistic and if you get yeah. let down so what I'd rather be optimistic than not and then be like I don't know it just feels weird if you're not and they're good yeah I mean because I wouldn't really be that surprised it'd be like a fake pessimism yeah so anyway alright anything else ready to roll thanks we're for ready. being we're thanks excited. Thomas thanks for being uh, here yeah. thanks glad for to be on tonight. Yeah. And we'll be back, as I said, talking about those first place reds. But we'll uh, go ahead and sign off. And as, as we always say, go, go reds. reds.